All right, everybody. We're back. Get a little, little Ramones going for you. There you go. Shit, if that don't get you going, no offense, but, you know, go take a nap because if that doesn't get you going. Any Ramones song, if that doesn't get you going. I know, uh, the, between the Ramones and Bruce, Bruce Springsteen, I know they're your favorites. Yeah. And I was lucky enough to see them at the Stone Pony. Really? Me and my friend Bobby and Kurt. We always just wanted to go to the Stone Pony. Now, where's the Stone Pony? Asbury Park, New Jersey. Oh, okay. And um, we always just wanted to go there. Great to hear they had good bands and whatnot. And it was very far from our usual stomping grounds, which then we really had its, its name all over us, you know. So we get there and sure as shit, the Ramones are playing. Okay. And it's such a small fucking club. Yeah, really? Like yeah. how small? Very small. It was just packed okay. full of people. And with the Ramones, I can imagine why. Yeah, well. Because the Ramones were big at that point in time, weren't they? They were just coming down off Road to Ruin. Okay, and Road, that's that's huge, Road right? to Ruin, I think, actually, I know my brother-in-law gave me Road to Ruin CD, or a cassette. And I think I actually fucking burned that thing out. That was uh, John that sent me that. Okay. Or gave it to me. Um, that was it. Huh. Not, no, actually, I think, um, um, what was it? Rock and Roll High School. When was that one? That, I don't know, but there was a movie and but there was a song, Rock, Rock, Rock and Roll High School. Yeah. I feel like you've played and that song. And then I Want to Be Sedated. Yeah, yeah, like I, big know ones. I know you've played but that Road one. Road to Ruin was kind of like the whole mainstream one. Really? And uh, Yeah. And, but they had a lot of oh, their own issues, but not with drugs, just... Joey was a recluse. He didn't want to go anywhere. He didn't want to walk down the street to get groceries. Really? His girlfriend said, get him out of the house to go with me to get groceries. I had to threaten, like, no pussy for, like, months. Wow. Because, you know, I had to threaten. Yeah, but there's a thing for that. Like, there's, um, it's called something. It's It's a a condition. Yeah. No, of, like, fear of going out and leaving your house. Yeah. I remember Brian um, Family Guy was watching that one old lady like she didn't want to leave her house. Exactly. And there, I remember several years ago, there was an episode of Monk where John Turturro played uh, Tony Shalhoub's brother. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, he was afraid to leave the house because their father had abandoned them when they were children, and mm -hmm. he, if, if he left, then their father might come back while he's away, right. and then we'll cover. So it's it's like yeah, it's a thing. So I mean, I know we're of course talking about two fictional tales, but you know who had that too? Who? Gilbert Gottfried. Really? Yep. Apparently, he had that too. Wow. May he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. He had it worse than Joy Ramona. Wow. I didn't but know that. All the other Ramones kind of wanted to keep that, you know, hush hush because yeah, that wouldn't be cool to have. No. Like, but it, it's human. I remember seeing an interview with the, his slash wife slash girlfriend. Wait, who? Um, Joey. Okay. After he passed. And they all died of cancer and they never spoke or whatever, but huh. it's weird. All sorts of stuff can cause yeah. cancer. Um, so she was, I remember I finally get him out of the house with me one time. Yeah. Go to the store. Nobody busts his balls. Okay. Like no fans there. All right. You know, it's New York. Nobody bothers anybody. Yeah, exactly. You that is something about thing. here. We've all got our own business to mind and we know you're here. You don't want anybody bothering you. So this is the right place to be. But we're not assholes, but no, no. nobody's going to put an autograph. He'll have exactly. some peace. Yeah. Point A to point B. Exactly. So he's helping me with the groceries. Bring him back. He's holding the bag of groceries. Okay. Sure as shit. Walking around the corner, a few college age kids come around. One of them's wearing a Ramon shirt. Okay. He turns around and looks at me in a fucking panic. Say you gotta carry these groceries. I cannot not look cool. I know they're fans. Wow. He was she started laughing. He goes, he was literally about to like run away wow. like a little schoolgirl or throw the groceries in the bushes and like hide. Wow. If I didn't take the groceries because it wouldn't make him look cool. So she took the groceries. She took the groceries and actually it one guy like kinda didn't make a big thing of it, but like you know, he did the gushed for a little bit, but then she was the whole like, look, we gotta go. Like she was, she was, I had to be the asshole. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't, but, but he wanted to be, but he knew there's a whole thing you can't be. Yeah. But I can. Yeah. No, now it's the bitch wife. The bitch girl, the, the bitch, bitch bad, yeah. some cunt he was with. Yeah. So. Ain't that the way it was. She knew, look, yeah. I gotta take my wins when I can. She goes, but of course, she goes, the whole time, I've never saw anybody with their own shirt on huh. in the neighborhood ever. Until. Would, until then, but five minutes, like five, huh. 10 more steps, we would have been at our huh. apartment. Here these kids come. Nope. He's like, I know they're going to ask me. For, uh, they can't see me. They can't see me. The look on his face was sheer panic. Huh. Did, did they <laughs> ask him for an autograph? No, but he, she said the one guy started gushing like, oh my God, Joy. And she's just like, look, okay, we got to go. Said, well, yeah. Can you just leave us alone? And then he kind of did the whole look at her like, oh, come on, don't do this, but kind of thank you. I looked at the kids kind of like, hey, I can't, I gotta, you know, I, I have to listen to her. She didn't, he didn't say anything, but like. Basically. So yeah, they had the whole thing going. Like he, they knew the roles to play right. to be, you know, when those kids went home. Of, now, is she still around? I think so. Because okay. the interview wasn't that long ago. Let me see. I don't think they were technically married, but they were. Okay. You know in the uh, the T-shirt, Ramon's the round yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. That T-shirt generates, I think I heard last over six or sixty million dollars a year. I could see that. Just the T-shirt. Yeah. Logo. Yeah, I mean it's a Which famous I think logo. Which has been sold. 
Really? I think it has been sold, but... It's sold to who? I don't know, but again, just, um, I believe it just, it's an incredible amount of money. It's just... Yeah. That's impressive. I mean, make your money. Just, but wow. I don't know who came up with the design, but... Well, I hope it that... It is a badass uh, t-shirt. I, yeah, it's I, like the Rolling Stones. Yeah. The, uh... With the tongue. Yeah. Women wear that t-shirt. They don't even know what the stones are. You know, if you say the stones, you're like, what stones? My kidney stones? No, it's rolling stones. It's the same. Well, you mean would, the rolling stones? No, I mean stones. Well, what I'm going to say is the women who wouldn't know what the rolling stones are have no concern for kidney stones. Right. They're like 40 years away from having to worry about that. But still, like, what stones? Yeah. <laughs> Let me see. Yeah, that's a, definitely a badass fucking logo. What, the Ramones or the yeah. rolling stones? Or both? Yeah, the eagle on the moon emblem is the U.S. Presidential, presidential Seal and represents the band as an all-American band. Oh. The eagle holds a baseball hat, which symbolizes one of the musician's passion for baseball. Okay. And Who had a passion for baseball? Uh, I didn't say. Oh. oh who, I assumed you Who would designed know. the Ramones logo? Arturo Vega. Mexican-American. Like I've heard the name. Graphic. Designer best known for his longtime association with the punk rock group Ramones. He designed the group's iconic um, logo and sometimes called the Fifth Ramon. All right. Ramon. I feel like I've heard that name. And why did they call themselves the Ramones? I have no idea. Not a clue. Calvin was the first to adopt the name Ramon, calling himself D.D. Ramon. He was inspired by Paul McCartney, use of the uh, cinnamon, cinnamon, Paul Ramon, during his silver, silver beetle days, Dee Dee uh, convinced the other members to take on the name, uh, and came up with the idea of calling the band Ramones. What is the logo? Oh, I'm sorry, I want to say hmm. the Ramones Republican. Well, no, they're dead, aren't they? Yeah. Politics. <laughs> Johnny was one of the few conservatives in the punk rock community and was a staunch supporter of the Republican Party. Wow. He made his political affiliation known in the world to 2002 when the Ramones were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Huh. Who held the Ramones at gunpoint? I have no idea. Um, Not a clue. Uh, Spectre. Um the guy that fucking Phil Spector? Yeah, I guess the one that beat uh Yeah. What's her name? Fucking gorgeous fucking Ronnie Spector. Okay. Yeah. He, he killed her, didn't he? I, I thought he did. But he she was... did that song with Eddie Money after he got she got out of that relationship. Okay. Yeah, that whole just like Ronnie saying, Oh, oh be my little baby. Oh that one. Okay, I didn't That's know that. Funny. Because Eddie Money was big, and he's like, look, she got away from that asshole. And Eddie Money used to be a New Jersey State trooper. Really? So he appreciated that and said, look, she's a fucking icon in my book. So, okay. Yeah, he stood here and we'll do something. All right. Now, she's, why was she an icon in his book? Because she was. She had that beautiful voice. Okay. Because she was part of the Ronettes, I believe. Okay, see, I didn't know that Look either. It up. I think it was the Ronettes. All right. But he held them, held them hostage. Gunpoint, according to D.D., Inspector took Joey away for a three-hour private meeting in his mansion where the album was to be recorded. D.D. went looking for them. 
Are any of the Ramones alive? Nope. Why did the Ramones hate each other? Did they? Stark differences in personality and political leanings. Joey was shy, liberal with countercultural values, and Johnny was a staunch Republican. Okay, and Regina Spector is still alive. Never mind, I was incorrect. I thought he killed her. Um, Good. He's a giant. Yes, he is. He killed somebody. Killed his fucking hair. Killed his hair? And, but what, um, is she, um, and she's 43. She's just older than I am. Who? Uh, Regina Spector, it says. Barely older that's, than I am. That's not, um. Probably the wrong Regina Spector. Yeah, that's, um, Ronnie Spector. Ronnie Spector is the one who it's, was with Phil Spector. Yeah, and I think okay. she was from, um, uh, the Ronettes. Okay, and I Phil believe. Spector Phil Spector died in 2021. In jail, right? Um, I think he did. I'm pretty sure. Um, oh, he actually died of uh, COVID. Killed him. Oh, can I speak then? Huh, that's mm-hmm. something. But okay, yeah. Let me see. Um, yeah, let me look it up. So it's not Regina Spector. It is. Um, what was the name you just said? Ronnie Spector. R O N N I E. R O N N I E. All right, Ronnie Spector. I'll look that up. But there was a love triangle with Joey and Joey's girlfriend, Linda Danielle, and uh, with uh, Johnny and Joey. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, and Ronnie Spector passed away in 2022. uh, From what? Uh, Let me see. I'm looking to see what. Oh, she was 78, mm. so too young to just die. Um, yeah, I'm looking to see. Just a second. Mm. And sorry for the lull, audience That's members. Right. We're yeah. looking it up. Um, cancer. Mm. You know who I want to see, too? Because oh. I, didn't, I didn't see Pink Floyd live yet. I mean, okay, the original yeah. Pink Floyd, they have a pretty good cover band that actually... What I understand, you wouldn't tell the difference, but I still didn't see the original Pink Floyd. I should have. I missed it. I didn't see Queen, but I was lucky enough to see the Ramones. Springsteen when he was young and miserable, which we can make his best music now. He's oh, happy. And he's, it's just not as not as good. Well, who will see your happy fucking Bruce Springsteen? I don't. I mean, there are those who like listening to happy music, but that's not for. I want to hear Mary and Faithful. Why would you spit on my snatch? No, I want heroin, mother. You know, I want oh, that. Man. I don't want to hear how she kicked the habit. All right. Anyway. Oh, and um, yes, Phil Spector had shot to death Lana Clarkson. But did he get away with it? Um, back in 2003. Uh, let me see. Yeah, single gunshot wound to her mouth. Wow. Yeah. That's fucking cool. Also, not surprising. So kind of... There's a, pers- there's a personality type who will do this again. He was abusive to you, said Ronnie Spector. Yeah, apparently, but like with um, uh, who was it? Uh, Weinstein was it? Jeffrey what? Weinstein, yeah, the one yeah. who raped all those all those yeah. women. Actually, yeah, because yeah, there's a story that um, um, Steve Van Zandt, who actually played in The Sopranos, who is the lead guitarist in the E Street Band. Okay. Bruce's band. Yeah. He said there's a story of where 
he kept calling Gandolfini, like, hey, let's get together. I want, I want you to come work. He said, you know, if this motherfucker calls, I told him no once. He calls me one more time. I am going over there. I'm going to fuck him up. He goes, I know why he wants me to come over there. And he, that's all he kind of left that. He, but he said yeah. he kind of alluded to the fact that he wanted to parade him in front of somebody. Yeah. See who I know. Yeah. See one phone call, I can get it. Yeah. The, who's the biggest star in the world right now? Gambolfini, I can get it here right now. Yeah. He, he goes, he was going there just to beat his ass. Yeah. And we kind of had, you know, there was shoot, something, something, something. And mm. he goes, yeah, but Gambolfini, he knew what he was about. He was having none of it. Yeah. May that's how good that's May how good of a guy Gamblefin yeah. was. May he rest in peace. Yeah. yeah. I know firsthand he's a good guy. Yeah, you'd said that because you got to work with him. Yeah. But yeah. Which is mad. But cool. you hear stories like that and you know then. Like, yeah, all right. He is a Jersey guy, so. And he loved his fucking son very much. I know that. But uh when uh, Johnny, somebody asked Johnny if he'd gone to Joey's funeral, he said, No, I was in California. I wasn't gonna travel all the way to New York. I wouldn't have gone anyway. Really? I don't know. Yeah, oh, okay. Linda Ramon. She's on 63. Okay, she's um, still around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's. Man. The, um, let me see. Um, oh, there they are. You made a good copy. Good copy. Mm. Let's try to get to it. Oh, it's so annoying. Linda Ramon. Yeah, see, I told you I have to get my fucking Zoom thing. Fixed. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, but that's a sweet picture. Yeah. Uh, um, thanks for joining us. We got uh, Mick D. Hi, and we Rocky, got Rocky Raccoon. Raccoon. We're talking about the Ramones. Mm. And how they're all dead except for, uh, um, what's her name? The one, Linda Ramon. Um, the wife. Happy okay. socks. Oh, you know they have socks now with the logo on it. I didn't know. Yeah. Had like no I idea. told you that fucking logo makes a ton of money and I think we sold it. I wonder but I she, do wonder if maybe, they sold it too. Maybe again, there's so much in merchandising to her like Yeah. Okay, we'll sell you it, but you could only put it on shirts. We yeah. can put it on neckties and, and all that nonsense. Huh. Let me see. I know the hard rock. Cafe, yeah, that was a thing. They, I think were, it's still a thing. Yeah, I think, I think. in Vegas it might be. Uh, Rocky a, would know. Well, there's a hard rock. To, there's a hard rock cafe here in Midtown. There used to be, I think. I think it's still here. It's right by the uh, uh, NYPD location in Times Square. I think it used to be. Huh. Rocky would know, I think, because he's closer to Vegas than we are. Oh, there you go. Mm -hmm. well, I remember there were hard rock cafes all over the country, mm -hmm. at least for a while. What font is the Ramones logo? Franklin Gothic. Okay. Hmm. Um, hmm. Yeah, that's a. This looks like a good article. Art of Punk. Arturo Vega and the Ramones. Okay. Did they sell? Let's see. Oh, like, here we go. This is even better. Ten facts about the Ramones' official seal. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Uh, oh, okay. Number one. Oh, come on. It's making me sign in. Huh, Number one. 
The man who designed their logo was the fifth Ramon. We already covered that. Yeah. Oh, he never listened to the Ramones. Okay. Well, I played a song in the beginning of the show. So maybe if you want to look it up. Um, Tim is one of the Ramones' biggest fans. I saw them live, man. They're awesome. She's the one. And my friends and I kind of stumbled on them, luckily enough, at a small club down mm-hmm. the Jersey Shore. Back in the 70s, right? Oh, 80s or... 80s, oh, yeah. okay. I graduated 82. Yeah. So, yeah, it was either 80s or close to 90s. They have sold more shirts than albums. Huh. That's no surprise. That's funny. The ultimate all-American band. Um. So, of course, beat on the brat with a baseball bat. The eagle holds a baseball bat <laughs> in one of its talons. This is this was meant to symbolize Johnny Ramone's love for baseball, okay. replacing the arrows traditionally held by the eagle. It was also a play off the track "Beat on the Brat," which was one of their songs. "Beat on the Brat." Oh, okay. "Beat on the Brat" with a baseball bat. Not to be confused with the KKK took, took my your baby, baby away. away. Yeah. American as apple pie. The eagle's other talon, which holds the olive branch, is a peace offering in the presidential seals, actually holding an apple tree branch. This ties back to those who believe that the Americans were as American as apple pie. Okay. And you want to say number six? And number six, hey, ho, let's go. There you go. Every song, they said that before. They're like, hey, ho. They did, okay. This or one, two, three, four. Yeah, like I know, I know it from Blitzkrieg Bob. But okay. You want to say why? Uh, no. Let's oh, yes. see, uh, look out below instead. There. The banner held. Uh, yeah, the banner held Needle Speak reads, hey, lo- hey, ho, let's go. Which are famous lyrics from the band's first single. Single, mm-hmm. Let's Creek Bop. Mm-hmm. And then number seven, capturing the Ramones sound. The Ramones logo was filled with Im- imagery. And while Vega did remove the arrows from the Eagles talons, he still included them as a way to represent the band's aggressive sound. Instead of a star design above the eagle's head, arrows are striking outward, replacing the red, white, and blue shield. The red, white, and blue shield at the center of the presidential seal was also replaced by Vega. The use of arrowheads was another way to symbolize the edgy punk sound that the Ramones created. Every other punk band followed the Ramones. Yeah, David, I was going to say, even like you said, punk band, but then also I listened to hard rock growing up, and I still yeah. listen to hard rock. All of them, all the my favorite bands had said that the Ramones were uh, inspiring to them. Influence. Huge inspiration. Yeah, huge influence, huge inspiration. But they sound, the bands I like sound nothing like the Ramones. Right. It's funny. Yeah. And while Vega may have been the fifth Ramone, the final detail of the seal was the inclusion of the four founding members. Dee Dee, Tommy, Johnny, and Joey, the original Ramones, each had their names included around the seal. The logo would update these names as the lineup changes over the years, but the original founding name, members' names are the finishing touch on the world-famous logo. So they had different members? Well, like if one, one died, they'd have to replace. Okay, all right. But That makes sense. The Ramones seal logo was a part of the band from the very start. Seal appeared on the back of the Ramones self-titled debut album and has been a part of the identity ever since. May all of them rest in peace now. Indeed. Hopefully they're getting along. Hmm. You know? Yeah. But yeah, I'm trying to find out if they sold it. Hmm. 
Yeah, I have no idea. Because that's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, it is. Who's getting that? Yeah. I'm curious. <laughs> anyway, what else you got? Well, this is something uh, not our neighborhood. This is actually Brooklyn news. Mm -hmm. There's somebody in Brooklyn, Greenpoint, which is considered a very, very nice neighborhood, like high-end neighborhood in Brooklyn. Uh, there's a serial litter throwing uh, porn, porn pages, Bible pages, and mail under street and uh, under street in Greenpoint. It's got diverse reading. What's the what's the problem? I mean, you're you're putting out, you're throwing it on the street. That's trash. That's litter. It looks really trashy, but yeah, but this, uh, and they're saying that these are pages. They're saying of, the trash, but not the content. Yeah, exactly. Uh -huh. But yeah, these are pages of vintage porn, Bibles, and erotic novels that are on the sidewalks of Huron Street. Maybe it's art. I suppose so. It could be art, but then at the same point in time, too, you just have pages that you're throwing around on the street, but it looks trashy. No, I'm not saying about the pornography, it's trashy, but you're just well, having paper thrown around the sidewalks, it looks trashy. Um, Somebody's got to clean it up. Exactly. Somebody has to clean it up. Um, but saying that residents have found reams of, uh, well, and this is, well, actually, this is reminding people of last spring. Um, actually, on Noble Street, um, somebody for four years was tossing um, actually precisely sliced pages of porn, Bibles, and old readers' digests. They scattered on the streets every Sunday morning for four years. Uh, private, they uh, basically the neighborhood hired a private security firm. They found out that the man doing this was an NYPD sergeant. Oh, why? So, yep, they I don't know, didn't say why, but they docked uh, the police department docked him for a day's pay, and the littering stopped them. Now these are two different two different neighborhoods, two different things. So is it him again? Who knows? Um, but yeah, but there's somebody, there's uh, John Himmelman, who's vice president of a condo development on Huron Street that had said, here's a quote from him, I walk downstairs and the first thing I see is Butts, Butts magazine all over the block. Um, but yeah, but what he did, now this was actually a different point in time where there's somebody doing this. Uh, he had actually tracked the mystery litterer using his security camera. It was a hooded man who walked by his building, tossing pages at exactly 5.45 a.m. every morning. So once it got there, he said, on the "I way was awake." Yeah. Well, it didn't say on the way to work. It just said that's when he was what. That's when he was there. So he said he was up and ready to go for it. So when it came time and he was watching his security camera, he saw this guy approaching and he ran out. He ran out the building with his camera, shouting like, "Hey, hey!" He said, "You are you the one doing this?" And um, uh, there's the man. He said that just kind of stared at him blankly for a bit and said, "I don't know what you're talking about." Then tried to grab his camera. And then uh, wasn't successful at it, and then ran off, and but then never did it again. Like a phantom in the night. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe it's that guy again. Maybe. Maybe he's back. Who knows? But yeah, one thing I was reading was saying actually about um, psychologists saying about what personality type does this kind of thing. They probably think that they're making a point. Mm -hmm. Now, what that point is, who knows? <laughs> Sometimes people make a point and it's Nonsense. nobody has no idea what the fuck they're talking about. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. What in the world are you talking about? Yep. All right. All right. 
Yeah, go ahead. What else? Because I'm getting the story here. Okay. Well, I see this, I think, is, um, uh, I think this is fascinating. There's a student at uh, Somerset, it's a university in Bristol in the UK, mm-hmm. discovered a 200 million year old flying reptile fossil. How old? Uh, 200 million years old. Wow. Now, um, flying reptiles do exist. Um, one of them is called, it actually exists in Darkon. It's still, it's still alive. It's called Darko. Um, there's this one. I imagine if there's one, there, there are others, there are others around there somewhere, but that's a, that's a modern one. That's one that exists today. Yeah. This one's from 200 million years old, years ago. Um, but they're called, uh, Quintosaurus. Uh, they look like lizards, but they, they are more, cr- they're more closely related to ancestors of crocodilians and dinosaurs. Crocodilians. Crocodilians, which I thought, okay, crocodilians, not crocodiles, crocodilians. Okay. But these animals were small, small enough to fit in the palm of your hand. Hmm. Yeah, this, uh, excuse me, discovery was made by the University of Bristol Masters. Um, his, the student's name is Mike Cawthorn. Um, uh, he'd also recorded the presence of reptiles with complex teeth, the uh, Trilophosaur um, bariodens, and the aquatic, uh, let me see how to say this, Pachytrophia. Pachytrophias, I apologize for mispronouncing that, I'm sure I did. The Pachytrophias, that probably lived a bit like modern-day otter, likely eating shrimps and small fish. Oh, wow. Now, something he'd said, again, this uh, this Mike Cawthorn had said, the collections I studied had been made in the 1940s and 1950s, when the quarries were still active, and paleontologists were able to visit and see fresh rock faces and speak to the quarrymen. But that says something. These are fossils back from the 40s and 50s that... Uh, even the fossils being that old, nobody had noticed this before. How fascinating is that? What made someone go look? Uh, well, because he's a student. Hmm. That's part of part of being a student. That's well, part look of how his... smart I am. And there you go. But it's cool. I have a feeling he's got a um, he's got a great career as a scientist ahead and a great researcher. Maybe. Uh, you don't think so? Maybe. You're saying maybe. How come? Maybe I'm just jealous. Well, I was going to say, you sound rather hostile. Well, maybe I am not. Maybe you're not. You you do sound hostile, though. Well, maybe I am. Are you jealous? Maybe I'm not. Maybe you're not it's jealous? It's up to you. It, but is it up to me? Does it sound like I am? Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> well. All right. Here you go. I got Ramones is trademarked, not copyrighted. Their logo would be trademarked, I'm pretty sure. But uh, the Ultimate Classic Rock Report's primary wave is the name of the company. Okay. Purchased Ramones Publishing Rights for $10 million. Oh. And Primary Wave also owns a stake in Prince's Publishing Rights. Really? And on November of 2022, mm-hmm. Jordan Ramone sold a $10 million stake in the Ramones to that primary wave. And um, um, and a stake in the income for the band's catalog. Um, oh. For like, I Want to Be Sedated, Rock and Roll High School, Judy's a punk rocker, and I guess he wrote some songs in Joy okay. So he sold his, sh- like Springsteen okay. sold all his stuff to Sony Which, wow. for $800 million. And that does that seem like it's enough? Well, over time, it 
they'll make their money back because they make so many movies. Well, I'm not saying about, I'm not concerned about the ones purchasing it. I would think being the one who created the music, is that enough? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know. I guess Bruce is in the 70s, so what does he give a shit? Plus, he's, he made a lot of money from porn. He's, no, he's not hurting. Okay. But Sting only sold, I think, all his shit for a hundred million. Really? Which I actually thought was overpriced, but huh. what do I know? Everything, little thing she did, does his magic. That's yeah. pretty much their big song, yeah. Uh, well, there's that one. There are the police. Oh, there's every breath she takes. Yeah, and what's I? I uh, what's the one? I'm... Uh, I'll be I'm watching trying to remember. Uh, yeah, I'll be watching you. There's that one, and there's also um, Don't Turn On Your Red Light. Um, oh, Roxanne. Roxanne, that's the one I was thinking of, yeah. But whatever they got for it, I think it was way too much. You think so? I have spoken. This displeased me when I heard. <laughs> there you but go. But I was happy for them that they got what they wanted. Yeah, say, get your money. <laughs> but other than that, what do I care? <laughs> Well, it sounds like you care quite a bit. Well, maybe there's that 4.30 time I'm hankering to, you know, get something to eat. Probably. I know but, we're going to have dinner in just a bit. Yeah. You know, Not at 4.30, but you know, coming up. I want, you know, I'm old. I want my dinner before, you know. <laughs> well, that's okay. PBS News Hour. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> grandkids call oh that's it well thank you seven o'clock why so late i don't know well thankfully you have no grandkids i don't i told my kids if they give me grandkids i'm gonna drown them like a sack of kittens wait drown your grandkids all of them and the kids really but but they'd have to actually come to see you i would think that's a good mm. way to ensure that they're mm. never going to come see you that's what i'm talking about oh because i know my matt would fucking stick me with them kids that i'll be back at eight o'clock he'll fuck oh i didn't say what day yeah exactly He's absolutely your son. <laughs> I, I don't know how much I taught him and like, she isn't this funny and him like taking notes or was it like, oh, all right. Yeah. Him taking his own notes. Yeah. Matt is absolutely, I mean, all your kids are your, are your kids, but Matt is so much your son. Bite me in the ass one day. I think so, baby. Already has in several ways. Yeah, in a lot of ways, but he's a good kid. What he wants to be. Oh Yeah. Hmm. What else you got? Uh, well, I got this. I remember this is one actually that uh, you sent to me. Um, it's actually there's uh, the world's largest nuclear reactor is aiming to power mm. the Earth mm -hmm. with unlimited energy. Did you see a picture of that thing? I did see it. It's very it's beautiful. Fascinating. Fascinating looking, but it's the, called the ITER. It stands for the International Thermonuclear Experimental Reactor. Uh, it's also Latin for, for I-T-E-R. It's Latin for the way, for the agency, which is mm -hmm. cool. Are working to harness fusion reactions, the same energy source that powers the sun. Like, what? Mm -hmm. What are you talking about? But yeah, experts in southern France, which is where this uh, nuclear reactor facility is, uh, could provide a cleaner alternative to fossil fuels and nuclear fission with, quote-unquote, argu arguably the most complex machine ever designed. Uh, ITER's communications lead, uh, Laban Koblenz, had said this. Uh, now, the technology is stable with the right personal oversight and protection from natural disasters like earthquakes, despite well-reported disasters of, again, anything nuclear. Um, but yeah, so it's considerably quite stable. 
Uh, now, process does not contribute significant greenhouse gases, which, which is awesome, but it does produce radioactive waste. So it's finding what to do with that for sure. Oh, stop your complaining. Well, I mean, it's something. That's that's a concern. Because if you have radioactive waste around, how many people are going to die? There's radiation? already that. But there's already that. Exactly. And people aren't getting shit for free. Well, there's already that. So this is add more to that, which is a problem. Mm. But um, say it, if you cut the one off, you just, you know, substitute one for the other. Look, yeah. I don't have all the answers, honey. As you know. I'm just trying to get through a podcast. Of course. Makes the people laugh. Oh, I know. I don't have time for such nonsense. I know, baby, I know. But you try. I try. That's all right. So I sent you the article because I figure, you know. I'll actually sit down and read it. Right and, yeah, and actually come up with some good advice, and unlike me. Of course. Well, I mean, people though, I don't think people listen to have any interest in anything I have to say. I think they do. <laughs> I think they're taking notes like, why is she with him? Let's, we have to figure this out. Let's just listen to exactly what he says. and Head over, so head over heels in love, baby. That's no, what it me is. Me too. Thank you, baby. But yeah, but this chamber is going, it's still being created, but it's going to weigh more than 25,000 tons. And it can, it will be able to withstand uh, temperatures of up to 302 million degrees Fahrenheit. Let me give you an example with this. Our sun, which again is 4.5 year, uh, 4.5 billion years old is 27 million degrees Fahrenheit. Hmm. Compare 27 million degrees Fahrenheit for our sun. This is going to be able to handle 302 million degrees Fahrenheit. Wow. That is insane. Uh, but yeah, but it's going to create power by using some of the hot particles to heat water, which would power a turbine bias, bias uh, stream. So hmm. this is going to be fascinating to see, okay, what's What's going to happen with this? Are, are we actually going to be able to get somewhere? And of course, is it going to be like it says? Like, oh well, yeah, it will be. It will be safer. Mm. But it's the whole thing again with nuclear power. It's like, oh, it's safe. It's safe. It's safe. And then it turns out, actually, no, it's really dangerous if it's not handled. So that's what they're working on. All right, how are we going to handle this? Right. Well, Tristan Thompson. Yeah. Um, a great player in the NBA suspended for twenty-five games why what happened <laughs> he didn't need his wife or anything he uh got caught with um uh performance enhancing drugs okay yeah see yeah. now if he would have hit his wife he just probably would have been out for a game or two yeah so yeah I mean, um, that's the thing it's a wrong. Uh, banned substance i i u i b u t a m o r e n and S-A-R-M, whatever they are. What, um, those are the names of the substances? Yeah, and let's see what basically the one is. Okay. We'll probably get it from the other two. Yeah. But, you know, I'm still on the fence about that stuff. Well, I mean, I get what you're saying, but then at least for myself thinking, like, does it really matter if they're doing performance-enhancing drugs? Because, again, they're, they're performing in a way to entertain so does it really matter you know what well I mean? it's it's actually hgh which is a human growth hormone yeah which which um it's used to increase energy improve athletic but you know what again i could highly benefit from hgh yeah a lot of highly people, a lot of because people i have osteoarthritis osteoporosis exactly. exactly but can't a lot of people benefit from hgh yeah but what i'm Just saying is all of us like i if I'm not mistaken, um, 
Simon Bo, Simon, Sim, Simon, the girl that does the gymnast, Simon Bowes, the little black girl, really cute, does the Simply commercial. Oh, uh, Simone Biles. Yes. Oh, she is a freaking champion. Since years as a kid. Yeah. They had her on Adderall. Okay. All Even right. through all the Olympics, all this other shit, wow. she's been on Adderall. Wow. These last few years, they're like, oh, you can't do that. Yeah. She's like, yo, what the? Yeah. I, look. For, say what you want. This is yeah. a drug I've been taking for 20 years. Yeah. You can't. And it was a whole big thing. Yeah. Like, I didn't win because of this. Yeah. I won because I'm good. Because she's a freaking champion. But you can't take this away woman. from me yeah. because it helps with an actual exactly. condition I have. Yeah. I don't win these medals because of Adderall. No. Or, or whatever. Exactly. Adderall could have been a... Either way, a, um, something for ADHD. Right. For See, that. By the way, she wins. Um, no, that's all right. But yeah, she but, wins. She wins her medals because she's Superwoman. That's right, why. Not like, um, like uh, if I don't remember if you know back in the day that met um, was that Dwight Gooden or the pitcher. Was yeah, a great pitcher. Oh, but he once he started doing cocaine. You see him on the mound. In like thirty degree weather, just sweating profusely. Really? And even the commentators were like. He's got a problem. Look at him profusely sweating on the mat. Wow. They actually need to, like, I don't know what the, but, I don't know what Major League Baseball is going to do, but they have to do something here. But because, cocaine was making him sweat. Really? You know, yeah. I mean, it's high pressure. I just, again, I'm not. No, but like when you're been... fucking speeding your ass off. Okay. And who knows what was in the coke? Yeah, good point. Very good point. You know? Yeah. So, probably and, wasn't. But just I remember, coke. I think it was. I don't know, but I want to say maybe even Joe Buck. Yeah. It said actually, and it was live TV. And like, I think it was me and my dad were watching it, and we both kind of didn't care. Yeah, watching just, him sweat. No, just you know, when are you gonna win? I don't know yeah. what you're doing. It's your yeah. business. See, there you go. Exactly. If you if, if you have a few beers and you're out, what, what? None of my yeah. business. Yeah. What go, difference does it make? You do your job and you go yeah. home. Yeah. If you do something and it affects your job negatively, then. Again, not my problem, but then, you know, maybe somebody should look into it. Yeah. But he was such a good pitcher, and then he started doing coke. He would stand there on the mountain and just fucking sweat. Wow. He's still so addicted to coke. They were doing, it was him, it was Dwight Gooden, and um, Strawberry, Daryl Strawberry. Okay. They both got so addicted to it. Oh, cocaine is a little They basically ruined their careers. Oh, that's so. But they did like a twenty-year after thing. This one guy, okay, this one documentary filmmaker, and they had uh, Daryl Strawberry show up for it, and because he did, like, I didn't make the money. I was making up because of everything, and they actually paid him to to do the documentary. Really? Because he was kind of in dire straits. Okay. Told that's Dwight, cool. Told Dwight Gooden he would do the same thing. Yeah. Pay him, and it would be good to see his friend again. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 great. But did you give me the money up front? He goes, no, but just when you get here, I'll give it to you. Yeah. Never came. Yeah. Never yeah. showed up. And oh. it was just like they didn't know if he was just embarrassed or he was – because his manager promised that he – or yeah. friend slash manager, oh, yeah, he's coming. He's coming. He'll be there. I'll make sure. I'm sorry to hear And that. then he's like really just – I mean, again. It still to this day gets the better of him, I guess, but – yeah. Cocaine, like still, you said, I'll get so addictive. Like, oh, cocaine is crazy addictive. And it sucks to come down from. 
but you know, again, you just you have to lose everything. Yeah. You know how much more do you think you can lose? It's true. And but you need to have the but, money coming in to keep it coming in. That's right. Keep the keep the cocaine. But apparently, in. he still has people that care about him because the guy was trying to you know, quarterback this uh, this interview. Yeah, with him, and unfortunately, but yeah, it goes. Um, you take it by mouth. You got what oh, cocaine? No, this drug. This first drug that he was tested. Um, what is it called? Ibura moron, and, and I know I'm saying it wrong. Ibuprofen. And S A R M L G D four zero three three. Um. But like with um. If for example, if um, you're a great player like that, like actually this one player, Len Bias, this one basketball player, he was like the next big thing, and he was fucking college days were fucking. He really? could fucking play basketball. Huh. Never drank, never smoked, wow. never did anything. Went to a college party, celebrated his new NBA contract, did a line of Coke. Yeah. The next night, his first game, had a massive heart attack and died on the court. Wow. What team did he sign with? Of course, I think it was the Knicks, actually. But. I Look up Lynn Bias. It's a fucking terrible story. Lynn Bias. L E N B I A S. Lynn Bias. Yeah, I'm sorry, just, but yeah, he went it, into cardiac arrest the next uh, day. A line of cocaine is not going to do but that. But when so your body got used to it, yeah, I think, yeah, it just but it it was toxic. The toxin said, yeah, that's yeah. because, and they show it like you can see his eyes roll in the back of his head. It's yeah, fucking, that's yeah, cardiac arrest. I mean, you're in cardiac arrest. You are functionally dead. That's just. That's it's, part of it. Sometimes, you know, uh, EMTs or medics may be able to bring, bring you back. But this Sometimes was back, they way can't. back when? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, uh, this was in 86. Okay. Was he still in college or did he? He was celebrating something. Like he'd gotten uh, okay, his four years playing for Maryland. Yep. He was named as, uh, yeah, two days after being selected by the Boston Celtics. Um, that's when he died from cardiac arrhythmia induced by a cocaine overdose. Okay. Again, just a tragedy. Yeah. I am so sorry to hear that. Yeah, it was an overdose. That's what did it. Um, So, yeah, let me see. I'm reading this. uh, Just a second. But, yeah, so. um, But to suspend him for 25 games. um, For something like that, I think the suspension for beating your wife should be a little more. I agree. I think you should be suspended, but actually getting you more mental help. Mental help, and how about how about go to prison? Well, whatever the court system would do for a first-time offender, just because you're yeah. a celebrity, you should get the same treatment as average Joe. Exactly. Which sometimes would be which even is not enough. More lenient though, sometimes. Yeah. Because average Joes do get a fifth chance, and celebrities do sometimes get get a twelfth chance, get an eighth. No, no. Sometimes chance, celebrities get. No chance because they're a celebrity. Like, hey, we want to put the word out there that we're not going to put up with it. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes they do get a bad rap, but you know, so it sometimes it does go both ways. But you know, with this whole failed drug war, I think. uh, Oh, here I'm looking at this. He did not. uh, Len Bias did not collapse on the on the basketball court. He collapsed after uh, snorting cocaine for three to four hours with Oof. his friends. 
he collapsed there, was unresponsive. That's what I have. Yep, that's what I have right here. Right. Um, yeah, talking it's, to he um, had a seizure and collapsed while talking to teammate Terry Long. Um, he was unconscious and not breathing. That's again, that's unresponsive, not breathing. That's that's time for that's time for CPR. Right. That's what it is. Get the AED. That's what you need. And call nine on one. But they were partying, so they probably didn't have it. Uh, in eighty, yeah, that's the thing. In eighty six, I don't know how common were AEDs. Do you remember? Well, at the stadium, they probably, you know, had it. Maybe, but they but weren't at the where? stadium. Yeah, they weren't at the stadium. They were in the dorms. Yeah. That's where, where, that's where he went. Um, let me see. Well, this says, all attempts by emergency medical team to restart his heart and breathing were unsuccessful. Yeah, the biggest what if in NBA history, they're calling it. Oh, Len Bias? Yeah. yeah. What if? That's I'm how good he was. He, I'm sorry look. for what he went through. He was drafted, what, number one, probably, or number three? I know you can't hear this. No, you can't. Well, they can't. When they, they can't hear it. Hold on. Mm-hmm. So we're watching something here. We'll be back yeah, on in just a second, watch. everybody. So give us just a moment. If you look up... Um... um very tall too. Okay. Six eight. Six eight. Yeah. Pretty agile for six eight. But yeah, if you look up, um, if you Google um, the biggest what if in NBA history, and it's on um, TikTok. Okay. Um. You know. Uh, but yeah, it's um. Mm. I'm sorry for his loved one's loss. Yeah. I know I think his mom took it really hard. I believe it. So, I mean, who wouldn't? Yeah. Any mother, you know, any mother, it's fucking crazy. Agreed. But that's why, again, that's another reason why I think drugs, um, sorry, like cocaine, whatever, should be legal. I don't Because this way, you know, it's- Regulate. There you go. It's a better word. Regulate because, you know, your NBA professional players and you're in a room with others and you're doing that. And then something like that happens, you think you could fix this and you can't. Yeah. So you're not going to call the police or hold on. I'll give you five minutes to get out of here. Yeah. No, but you, you can't wait that, you know, so exactly. if it was more, you know, like you said, regulated, they wouldn't be so fucking frightened to be, we have to wait to call for help or yeah. this or that. The other thing, Give him time. He'll wake back up. He'll shake it off. Like, no. You know, it, the You're outcome probably shake. still would have been the same, but at least it yeah. would have they, you know. Maybe they would have been able to call sooner. Yeah. How many times that you've heard somebody like that's happened to somebody and everybody left that person there? Yeah. Because you're like, nobody wanted to get busted. There you go. Except for Wina or Wama. Or another one, too. This is a, another big thing, and that's part of I teach CPR. And a big thing that people do is like, okay, somebody drops, they're unresponsive and not breathing. Okay, call 911. And then they stand back and wait for 911. Like, no, get doing CPR immediately. Yeah. Yeah, immediately. There's nothing you can do right now. Well, minus, unless you're a surgeon, if you're a surgeon, you could do this. But unless you're a surgeon, well, don't take out a knife and try to give somebody a tracheostomy. I don't care if you've seen how to do it on YouTube. That doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. You need to be trained in how to do this. 
Um, but just I, there's nothing you can do minus that that's going to make anything worse for this person. Mm. So just start pumping as hard as you can on that chest. Try to get that chest to touch the floor. Yeah. And it's that beat. And now you even have phones to where you could look up how yeah. to do CPR yeah. and get a YouTube video of like, okay, do this. And it, you know, and I know it's, it's easier for us to sit here and say it, but I'm just putting it out there. Hopefully, God forbid, nobody um, has to encounter this, but if they do and they don't know what to do, hopefully they're like, oh, it's in my phone, in my YouTube. I heard on Timmy Boy that I could go to YouTube. That's right. Oh, my God. Absolutely. And hopefully. Yeah. Look up American Heart Association. They have videos for this, AHA.org. But there's so many. Yeah, yeah YouTube. Just, again, you it. just yeah. look up uh, CPR. Yep. How to do CPR, just even CPR, because I'm sure you're panicking. CPR yeah. in Google, and then go to videos, and I'm sure one of the first oh, few will come up. So many. Yeah. But just pick the one on the top and it's yours to get right to it. You don't yeah. need that guy. Hey, everybody. Just no. No. Get the get to the point. Right away. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. All right, everybody. We're going to wrap up today's episode. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow. No. I'll be, we'll be Thursday. back on Thursday. All right. I will so, talk to you all later. Thanks, everybody. Bye.